If there's one thing you should know about New Yorkers, it's that they're fighters, and they tend to spit in the face of power. Just look at the aftermath of 9-11, the 2003 Iraq War protests, or even the anti-Trump demonstrations happening today. But this is a tradition that has gone on for centuries, and evidence of it is hidden right underneath our noses. All we have to do is open our eyes. There's a famous statue just off of Wall Street in downtown Manhattan. You've probably seen it, or at least pictures of it. It's called the Charging Bull, and it's iconic. It marks the entrance of Bowling Green, the oldest public park in New York City, built in 1722. Today, it's a relatively small park, especially compared to the adjacent Battery Park, which is 50 times its size. Battery Park was once a place where cannons and artillery would defend the city from. Near it lies Castle Garden, America's first official immigration center. Over 11 million immigrants were processed in its 35-year lifespan, and 100 million Americans can trace their roots back to it. However, Bowling Green has a much more unique and permanent place in New York's history. The year is 1770, and American descent towards the British is growing. The monarchy needs to quell unrest and maintain dominance, and decides to erect a massive 4,000-pound statue of King George III right in the center of Bowling Green, New York. The statue was an imposing figure, seated on a horse and dressed in flowing Roman garb. Because to be British is to be Roman, and to be Roman is to be superior. To ward off vandals, the British install a wrought iron fence all around the park. Atop the fence posts sit small cast iron crowns. These crowns, called finials, serve as a harsh reminder that the Americans still belong to the crown. But like I said, New Yorkers spit in the face of power. In July of 1776, soon after the Declaration of Independence is read to Washington's troops, the Sons of Liberty marched with their slaves to Bowling Green. The main casualty? That 4,000-pound statue of King George III. The mob tackles the statue and brings it crashing to the ground. Legend says that the broken pieces of the statue are melted into lead bullets and repurposed in the fight against the Redcoats. The head is placed on a pike and paraded around New York. But there's more to this story. The statue is down, but the Sons of Liberty don't settle for just that. Armed with saws, chisels, and any destructive tool they can lay their hands on, they snap off the cast iron crowns sitting on the fence posts, thereby erasing any symbol of royalty. In the years to come, Bowling Green would see millions of immigrants, now Americans, settling down where the colonizers once prevailed. And from there, they rebuilt their lives, rebuilt New York, and rebuilt America. The fence which once protected the formidable statue of King George III still stands today, hidden in plain sight. The saw marks left by the Sons of Liberty and their slaves are easily visible if you take the time to stop, take a deep breath, and open your eyes. The charging bull of Bowling Green might take center stage, but 60 feet away, it's the oldest fence in New York City that represents the true power of revolution.